0: It has been proven that these are the bodies of the eight dead joggers who were killed by Abrahams in 1999.
1: I don't know how you prove that. I
0: don't either. I, I think basically what they're saying. By the saying... in-game
1: police? I know. Like I, in-game I, detectives? I, I...
0: Hello, welcome to Guides the Unknown. I'm Kristen.
1: And I'm her little brother, William.
0: And this week, we are taking a journey through Vice City. Through San Andreas. Pretty good. San Andreas.
1: Pretty good. San Andreas. Mm, That's all I know. Liberty City. Okay. From Grand Theft Auto 4. Yep. We're going to be taking a look at the Grand Theft Auto franchise.
0: Yeah, because it turns out there are like dark, mysterious, horror, paranormal Easter eggs in it.
1: Yes. I don't want to make it a tradition or a new habit of mine on the show to say I'm feeling sensitive about something or skeptical about how I can share things to our audience. Okay. Uh with our audience. And yet. Uh, and yet, I've avoided talking about video games on this show.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I uh for the most part, we've talked about them here and there. We covered the Silent Hill franchise. We've played right. a bunch of games. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say we do a lot of video game stuff on Patreon.
1: On Patreon. Um, even this past Monday on Patreon, we continued our playthrough of the Fatal Frame mm-hmm. franchise. You can get that right now. Demons can check out that playthrough on patreon.com slash gttupod. So that's there for you right this second. But on the main show, we don't talk a lot about video games. Mm -hmm. Uh, The reason we do it on Patreon is so that we can play the video games with people and show people what we are experiencing, and we can all collectively watch and listen to the stuff that's happening in the game. Right. One of the hesitations that I have about talking about a video game
0: on the main show is that a lot of people just don't care about video games. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. You know, I gotta tell you, I feel like more people care about video games than I expected.
1: Yes, people, people are yeah.
0: real like you know. I'm not not to overstate it, but I'm surprised at how many people really like our video game playthroughs on Patreon. Yeah, I know, like specifically like those. I've been pleasantly surprised. It was kind of a blind spot for me, but we've gotten a few messages from people like asking how to find them exactly. Oh, that's great. And,
1: yeah, that's great. Yeah, I think, and especially what we're going to talk about today, Grand Theft Auto. Um, The most recent game in the Grand Theft Auto franchise, Grand Theft Auto V, is the top grossing entertainment product of all time. Movies, shows, music. I mean, it's partially because it's so expensive, right? Nothing has made as much money as Grand Theft Auto Mm V. It is the most celebrated entertainment property.
0: I don't think that's true
1: well celebrated in terms of i guess well i guess in we terms We celebrate
0: of, because it made so much money.
1: Right, there you go. The monetary success of yeah. it. The fact of the matter is it was released on PlayStation 3 generation then it was re-released on PlayStation 4. And as of today, it's available to preload for PlayStation 5. Really? Yeah.
0: That's so weird. And
1: not intentional. We are not, we are not marketing no, this game.
0: Clearly not. Actually, our friend Bethany, who's the host of an Acquired Taste podcast, suggested yes. this topic last week. We had no hand in this timing.
1: No, not, not at That's all. That's so weird. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, because this is, honestly, I guess the gaming population has gotten big enough that they can take this video game and turn it into the top grossing entertainment property ever. Well, um, so plenty of people must be enjoying it.
0: I definitely think they are, but also video games are really expensive. So yeah. it's e- cuz aren't they like usually like 60 bucks each?
1: Uh, sometimes so, 70 these days.
0: Right. So and a movie ticket is like 15.
1: That's that's definitely true, but you would think that like the the people who are willing to go out and buy a, a system mm-hmm. to run a video game and you know what I mean? Like, I, I guess what I'm saying is like, it still is a ton of uh, an outstanding oh, I mean, amount sure. of people who are a- playing video games.
0: Absolutely, I just think it's probably easier to be the top grossing thing when you charge like four times plus as much as other entertainment things.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's probably true. We could probably crunch the numbers and and deliberate it, but I don't really. I don't know. Um, what we're going to talk about today is all about looking at because Grand Theft Auto as a franchise is all about crime and taboos mm-hmm. and parody. It's a it's a video game series that traditionally parodies the state of the United States for whatever year that it was released. Uh-huh. Um, so Grand Theft Auto Five, the most recent one, a lot of it is about like um, there's a lot of vanity. It takes place in the on the West Coast in a fictional version of L.A. It's called Los Santos. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of it is about like the, the, the vain, vapid, rich people who don't understand that they are themselves foolish and everybody's obsessed with their cell phones. But people who are playing the game, most of the time what you're doing is stealing cars, shooting people. Right. Um, and it's a lot of like explicit material. Mm-hmm. Probably a content warning for this episode. I can't control what we might hear in the game.
0: Uh, right. Because we're literally yeah, yeah, yeah. going to
1: play it. Spoiler alert. Right. Um, but because these are massive sandbox games, they're called they're called um, open world games where you can just go anywhere and do whatever you want at any given moment. Mm-hmm. In these games, you can go to the movies and sit down and watch an in-game movie.
0: I mean, that is so cool.
1: Yeah, you can do countless missions. And because it's such an expansive world, what they've started to do uh, increasingly, I think, as as the franchise has developed, is weave in horror mm-hmm. and side missions, optional things that you might not encounter in the course of your average playthrough. You you might come face to face with a ghost, aliens. Yeah, that's you can totally unravel sweet. conspiracies. Grand Theft Auto Five, specifically the most recent one, has the most of the kind of material that guided the unknownies Right, um, I think we'll find interesting. Um, but it's rules. been there all along. Um, uh, some of it was jokes. So the Grand Theft Auto franchise began in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. And they've always had like silly goofball things. Like I think aliens have always sort of appeared in, in some form early on. They always had Elvis impersonators was a sort of joke. Uh-huh. I don't know if you – I certainly remember growing up people endlessly talking about how Elvis is still alive and <laughs> –
0: yeah i mean it was definitely a thing
1: you know and then in grand theft auto 3 2001 it was the first of the game franchise to really explode in a big way that took the the whole world by storm it it became like the subject of endless lawsuits to try to ban it from kids being able to play Mm -hmm. Uh, video game rating systems almost like rating a video game rated r right became a big deal because of grand theft auto but i remember in grand theft auto 3 that you could just see newspapers that would blow a- around on the street like debris, and they would all proclaim. They'd be like, Elvis still alive, or Elvis spotted. Yeah. So they always had little jokes about urban legend-y kind mm-hmm. of things. Yeah. But man, did they get supercharged in Grand Theft Auto V. Cool. Um, before we get to five, I do want to show off a couple things from Grand Theft Auto Four,
0: Please. If you don't
1: mind. And yeah, like I said, we're literally going to play these right now. Um, so if you are listening to the audio version, you're going to hear bits and pieces of the game Mm
0: -hmm. and we'll explain what's going on too. So absolutely something again, actually that I've been surprised about with our Patreon game playthroughs throughs is that I at one point was concerned about them because I said like, you know, it's such a visual thing. Like, are people going to want to listen to this? Yeah. And that was during a live stream that I said that and unanimously, people said, no, we're good. It's fine. Because I was like, I don't know if we should do that. And they're like, no, we like it. So we'll make sure that even if you're just listening that you're okay.
1: A hundred percent. And also, so uh, what I always do in the show notes these days, if you check the show notes, you're going to see a link that'll bring you straight to the video version of the show. So Mm -hmm. if you're listening and you decide that you want to hop into the the video version, just look for that link. It's going to bring you right in. But so, uh, here we go. I am firing up. Okay, Will
0: Rogers has started playing remotely. Hands, there we go. hands in the air. So Arms akimbo, his my, little guy.
1: <laughs> my arms are akimbo. <laughs> so this is Grand Theft Auto 4. This video game takes place in, um, in New York City, essentially. It is a fictionalized version of New York City called Liberty City. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'll make it larger so that everybody can...
0: Okay, you so, see the full thing. So right now we're seeing our avatar looking out over New York. So you can see like
1: very very plainly it's obvious that there's like a parallel to um to the Empire State Building, to the Chrysler Tower. Yep. Um and so right now where I've placed our character cuz like a cooking show, I <laughs> I preset everything so that we are able to <laughs> no, just that's, leap right No, well, that's in.
0: great. Thank you. This is a Will Rogers production. Thank you so much for setting all of this stuff up. Oh, of course. Honestly,
1: I mean, you know me. It was it was pretty fun to do. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Um, so uh, my character right now is wearing a uh, a Statue of Liberty shirt. Mm-hmm. We're at the base of the Statue of Liberty. I understand his shirt. Happy. Uh, so in this video game, like I said, it's a fictionalized version of New York. Um, the The Statue of Liberty in this game, I think that New York even sort of rebelled against allowing the name New York to be used. Huh. This uh, is the Statue of Happiness.
0: Oh, okay. The reason I said I didn't understand his shirt is because it was showing the uh, Statue of Liberty and it says, happiness is dot, dot, dot. And around the
1: back it goes dot, 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 land. Right, okay. So I think that's supposed to be a pun on Happiness Island, just like Liberty Island is where the Statue of Liberty is. And happiness is land is America's tendency or to to seize land and take it. Okay. So a lot of it is, you know. Yeah. Yeah, anyway.
0: Heady stuff.
1: Heady stuff, Chrissy. So um, we're at the base of the statue of happiness mm-hmm. in this game. And here's an Easter egg. Okay. So on the wall, there is a plaque next to a door that says, no hidden content this way. Right. And if we just go ahead and walk into the door. There must be hidden content. We can walk straight through the door.
0: Okay, and now we are inside the Statue of Happiness. We're in a really large round room with a ladder going straight up. So Will's character is going on up. Does your character have a name or is it just like Nico Bellic. Okay.
1: Yeah, this is Nico Bellic. Okay. He, uh, he has come to America for revenge. Oh. Um, and you can see that as I climb up inside the Statue of Happiness, basically mm-hmm. the Statue of Liberty, uh-huh. there's this bizarre Easter egg. That I genuinely do not fully understand. I guess
0: it's a heart.
1: It is the heart of the Statue of Liberty, beating, emanating a glowing red light, uh-huh. and it is chained.
0: Yeah. So what does this mean?
1: So now it is our job to parse out. Okay. The uh, hmm, perhaps ham-handed metaphor.
0: Well, the William chain is the opposite of liberty.
1: My God. Yeah. Yes. You're okay. That well, there we you know. go chained liberty, chained happiness Uh isn't about, you know, the same sort of like, we're not really free. Yeah, right. You know, I don't think it can be much. Freedom
0: isn't free. There's a hefty F and fee.
1: There's a hefty F and fee. Yeah. Sure. That's from
0: Team America, Hunger Force.
1: I don't think that this is the deepest metaphor in the world. Yeah. And yet this is one of like the bizarro things of Grand Theft Auto 4 that you can find this chained up heart that's beating inside. I mean, that's,
0: that's fun. I know, it's, it's kind of
1: neat. And then also, listen, it's a violent game. Mm-hmm. If you oh. shoot the heart, oh. blood spurts out. But
0: only a little bit. This is a huge heart. This is a heart the size of a man.
1: It is. And if I had a rocket launcher, I think you can shoot it with a rocket launcher. <laughs> 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 Whatever. I mean, I don't see why you couldn't shoot yeah, it with a rocket right. launcher
0: anyway. It Doesn't seem like there's anything stopping you.
1: Um, so that is, that is one aspect of the statue of happiness that i want to show off yes here is the other um so uh i'm now firing up a different machine to show this sweet still in grand theft auto Mm 4 um oh they only want me to play in one place at a time
0: if it's not boring to explain why why is it different machines
1: so that i can just quickly
0: Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Like,
1: show you one thing and jump straight. Oh,
0: I got you. You. Okay. Oh no! You you hit certain points. Oh no!
1: Oh, those jerks! All right. Oh man. Well then, I can't show you this. Hot
0: cross buns are burnt.
1: It's not that exciting anyway. What I was about to show you is that the statue of happiness has is designed with Hillary Clinton's face.
0: Okay. (laughs) When was this made?
1: This would be two thousand
0: eight. Okay. All right.
1: And so this would be coming at a time when Hillary Clinton was one of the politicians lobbying against this game series.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Uh, One of the games in the franchise, a game called Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, had a hidden piece of code still in it at the Mm -hmm. time of release, which allowed people to have girlfriends. Okay. And then the girlfriend would ask them, do you want to come inside for some hot coffee? And it could, and then a, a sex mini game okay. would happen. It was a, a half baked piece of gameplay that was never finished. Yeah, is my understanding. And yet, hackers found ways to like place it back in the game, so you could do it. Hmm. Um, but, uh, Hillary Clinton was one of the people to basically say, yeah. you know, this should be rated adults only, right. which is almost a death sentence to the game itself. Nobody's going to be able to actually get their hands on it if it's rated adults only. It's like there are being an NC 17 movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Theaters. Right. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and so they ended up having to re-release the game without that piece of material in it. Oh man. Um and then But did
0: you already have the game? Is that the deal with the material in it?
1: Um I personally I did have the game, but mm-hmm. I uh, I'm, I'm not a hacker. I don't know how to yeah, right. do anything at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Clearly you do.
1: But that uh, is all set up. Because of that it was called the hot coffee controversy. Uh-huh. Because Hillary Clinton was one of the people that was trying to ban it. In this game, in Grand Theft Auto 4, they put her face on the Statue of Liberty. Oh, my God. And instead of holding a torch, it's holding a cup of coffee.
0: <laughs> that's kind of funny. It's kind of it's funny. It's like a very, very big, winky, dorky Easter egg.
1: Yes. Uh, it's it's kind of funny, but it's also one of those things that's also a little... Lame? Lame. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so here is something else crazy about Grand Theft Auto. We're back up and uh, running here. Mm-hmm. Um. hmm Starting with Grand Theft Auto 4, they started to put the internet inside the games. Not the real internet. They came up with like one of the things that I always really responded to with Grand, the- Grand Theft Auto starting with 3 mm-hmm. is that when you would steal a car, the radio's on. Right. And so they started to create their own radio programming that you could tune into. So
0: That's most stations cool.
1: most stations play music and especially, you know, real life Actual music like Kanye mm-hmm. is in Grand Theft Auto four, for example, um, so they turned to actual popular artists to license their music but um they also had talk radio shows, and some of them were comedy, and some of them just had like you know like really stupid senses of humor, to be honest yeah um, but uh starting with four, they took it a step further
0: hmm.
1: and created their own internet
0: that's mm-hmm. awesome
1: so you can um. You can come into the game and you can go to websites like this. Okay. Home cremation, fulfilling your burning desires. <laughs> the, loss. And it's all about. Ooh, and
0: te- can you like click on the testimonials?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Testimonials. Click here to hear from some of the customers who are all fired up about home cremation.
0: Yeah. I can't imagine how much work this must take. You know? this, is, this is optional. Wow. I've never seen this before. All right, let's, let's read this. Let's see. It might not be good, but let's see. I know. All right. First re- re- review here says, Wow, what a party. It went on for days. We were wasted by the end, let me tell you. My dad was 450 pounds when he keeled over in a burger shot, and at times it was like trying to roast a chicken with a birthday candle. All right, I'm good. Let's try yeah. the next one. We use home creation on a weekly basis, daily if there's a lot of shit going down. Put it this way. Luck is not something that our associates have in abundance. Damn bottom feeders. I like to spit vodka on the fire and watch them burn so it's like a mob bad guy yeah i guess and uh yeah the the last last one here
1: it was the worst night of my life when estelle fell off that bridge such a waste of life and she still had all the ecstasy in her pocket see it's not the most clever but here's the thing but
0: but it really is cool that it's there like basically this game from what i understand is mostly you driving around
1: doing stuff you stole a car whatever doing missions for like the mob creating mm -hmm. your own crime empire stuff like that but
0: then you can go into what was it like an internet cafe or something and sit down at a computer and you can go to a website on that computer like that kind of hidden stuff is really cool
1: and there's there's a ton of that kind of stuff in here
0: even just in theory it's really cool like this isn't such a cool website no but it's neat that it is here
1: and from the standpoint of like being a, a a writer I look at this kind of thing and I also just go like, they hired people yeah. to make a ton of fake websites that maybe 99% of people will never see, right. ever, ever, ever see. right? And, uh, you know, the, the mark of Grand Theft Auto is that it's always supposed to have like sort of like a sharp tongue parody. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the writing, I think, takes a hit the yeah. more you just create websites. Like, did they have a quota of how many websites to make? Right, uh, right. But like, here's a DIY checklist for home cremation. Can of gasoline, matches, kindling, long-handled fork, tongs, a rake, a bucket of water, sunglasses, and marshmallows. These
0: marshmallows are not going to come out right. I'll tell you what.
1: It's not It's not the the... The funniest thing in the world. Mm It's pretty amusing. Yeah. For at home. uh, At home. For something that you're
0: surprised to have come across while you're playing a video game.
1: Exactly. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, There are also like websites in here that um, have like illicit illegal material. Uh huh. And if you visit those websites, the police come after you.
0: (laughs) What do you mean?
1: So I think I mean, it's dark material, but it's called like little Lacey's.
0: Uh huh. Panty party. Hut.
1: Yeah, something like Little that.
0: Little Lacey's Panty Hut. Yeah,
1: exactly. So if, if you go to that website yeah. and it's got illegal stuff on it, uh-huh. immediately in the game, you get what's called a wanted level, and like the army comes after you, basically. <laughs> But yeah, this this game, I mean, we basically just exhausted Grand Theft Auto four.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Unless uh, of the stuff that I'm willing to show. People say right. that the Amityville house is in here because this is set uh. around the New York area. Right. But it's it takes place in, you know, the the mid 2000s So yeah, we had to go to an internet cafe to mm-hmm. look at websites and stuff.
0: It's the iFind.info Cafe.
1: Yeah. And uh, but Grand Theft Auto five is far more accessible and uh bizarre. Right. Yeah. Um, but do do we want to throw to you for maybe the next one, or do you want me to keep playing?
0: Yeah, I I think so. So I looked around for info. You in, know, this isn't a world that I know at all. I don't play a lot of video games. The ones I do are kind of like casual gamer games, like yeah. um, what's it called, Duh. Animal Crossing, yeah, and uh, Yoshi's Crafted World, sure, which I love. Uh, so Will pointed me in the right direction as far as what I should look up, and. It was really, really cool. I was really surprised by what I found. And I both looked at, you know, websites that are like wikis and also went on Reddit and looked at stuff. But it seems like GTA uh, myths.fandom.com gave us the most concise kind of sum up of the Mount Chiliad mystery. Yeah, the Mount so Chiliad mystery. I'm really just going to read straight from this, and sure. you'll find the link in the show notes. But I felt it needed really no embellishment from me because we're also going to explore it in-game. So yep. here's what the deal is. The Mount Chiliad mystery is a possible myth and and an Easter egg in Grand Theft Auto V that refers to a series of mysterious markings scattered around Mount Chiliad, the largest mountain in the state of San Andreas. And then it says description inside the cable car station at the summit of the mountain. So you'd be driving around, stealing cars, doing your thing. And then you come to this. There is a large map painted on a wall that appears to be a map of Mount Chiliad. Scattered across the map are various odd symbols, seemingly pointing out the locations of secret objects on Mount Chiliad. A strange symbol can be seen drawn above Mount Chiliad on the map. The symbol appears to be an eye. This symbol is called the Eye of Providence, also known, also known as the All-Seeing Eye, which could be a reference to the Illuminati. The symbol could also be the UFO, either the sunken wreck or the one above Mount Chiliad itself. Yeah. So, yes, go ahead.
1: So there is, uh, in this game in Grand Theft Auto 5, and, I, and right now I'm piloting a helicopter to get to this <laughs> mural, Right. Um, there, there's a whole UFO thing mm-hmm. in the game. From the first few minutes, you play like a little prologue mission before you can get into the the like full free roaming game. And if you go off map a little bit, it takes place in the winter, that prologue, you can find a frozen lake and just underneath the surface of that frozen lake is an alien. Oh, that's cool. That apparently like, you know, drowned or froze to death, which is just weird.
0: What does the alien look like?
1: They look a little, they, I I have to say, it's kind of one of my complaints about Grand Theft Auto Five. It's not that inventive and... Aliens in the game are probably the furthest into the supernatural that this game series has ever gone. Right. Or the paranormal. Um, They look a little bit like the xenomorph from Alien. Okay. Maybe a little more humanoid. They look very much like a guy in a suit.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. You know,
1: like a rubber suit kind of guy. Yeah. Um,
0: well, that UFO that uh, some people in the Navy saw in 2017 was said to be able to fly by land and then also by sea. Oh, is that right? So perhaps a little guy got loose.
1: Maybe. So in the what you were just referencing about the UFO appearing in the sky or under the ocean, mm-hmm. there is a, a UFO that you can find if you take like a submarine around the coast mm-hmm. in this game. Um, and also, I think if you 100% do everything in the game and then go to the top of this mountain in the middle of the night, a UFO will hover above you.
0: That's cool. That's like in, excuse me. That's like in Animal Crossing, where if you go into your house at like three a.m. and you have a TV in your house, yeah, then you'll see an alien on the TV. Oh, I
1: forgot about that. That is mm-hmm. that is very cool.
0: It's really neat. So let me tell you about what Will is looking at right now in the video version. A strange. Whoop! Did I just read this? <laughs> did I read about? The
1: strange mural.
0: Okay, stop. so William is looking at that strange mural. And the symbol is similar to the symbols that give clues as to when the character can find the UFO. In this case, at the point where the UFO is, I guess, just above the observation station, lined up with the cable car, the map may be accurate to Mount Chiliad. Something that appears to be a tunnel to the surface on the map might have something to do with the mystery.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Huh. Like the map itself is is all sorts of lines as if they're connecting areas and then there are red X's. Yeah. Almost like there are spots on the mountain that you should visit. Right. My understanding Like of X the,
0: marks the spot stuff.
1: Yeah. My understanding of the Mount Chilead mystery is that like tons of people have tried to figure out what this might mean mm-hmm. and effectively solve the mystery. Right. But I'm not sure there's much to solve. It, um, so there are like subreddits yeah. dedicated to this, but I don't really know how far anybody can really get with it.
0: Right. And so what I'm reading from this GTA myths wiki is basically a combination of all of those things written into somewhat of a narrative, but there's not like an existing easy to follow narrative inherent yeah. to this in the game. They're basically compiling theories and info that other people have come across. Yeah. Um. So let me, keep going another strange symbol can be found marked in red underneath the viewing platform this is believed to be related to the achievement from beyond the stars where some ufo parts must be collected as it shows what appears to be the map of gta 5 with some markers on it oh the last drawing is etched behind the the viewing platform that reads come back when your story is complete Oh. If the if the player returns to Mount Chiliad after getting 100% completion, a UFO at Mount Chiliad will appear floating in mid-air above Mount Chiliad. This has been proven to be an easter egg.
1: Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't know where that note is. I guess it's somewhere behind. Yeah. the platform, but what I don't know say. where to look.
0: Underneath the, the viewing platform.
1: Oh, underneath. Yeah. Uh-oh.
0: So let's see. So Will is kind of going around this and little mountain thing.
1: For people who are um, only listening, I've also... One of the big hurdles of us being able to do this is that people get banned for like using c- copyright material in shows and stuff. And I know Spotify is especially stringent mm-hmm. with having any material on your show. Right. We famously, very early on, um, got a copyright strike against us because we played the theme song to like kabooter plop kabooter plop like a like a swedish (laughs) show about gnomes or something like that and i had to like re-edit the episode and like apologize and i
0: don't think it was even a modern day show
1: no it's not at all but i had to apologize to kabooter or plop i'm not sure which Uh. um uh, yeah. Both of them accepted the apology, I guess. But so it's for also this, it's pretty I've... rich
0: because Spotify like pays no money to artists and stuff. So then they're like, "Oh, you can't copyright."
1: I know. So for this, I've stripped out all music mm-hmm. and um, limited like effects here and there, basically. Okay. Um, I don't think I'm gonna find okay. these exact notes, but that's okay.
0: That's fine. Um, so beyond that, this says these Easter eggs may also be a reference to the Illuminati. Uh, which we know about.
1: Like the real world Illuminati? Yeah, this may
0: be a reference to the Illuminati in old secret society. In the Illuminati, there's a symbol called the all-seeing eye, which is an eyeball placed onto a pyramid. This may be what the drawing inside the cable car might be, but Mount Chiliad is the pyramid. The strange red mark also bears a resemblance to an eye and come back when your story is complete could be a reference to the new world order. The Illuminati's scheme to take over the world and make one totalitarian government. Wow. I mean, that's pretty heavy. Yeah, I know. It's pretty, pretty deep. So we'll just zoomed in on the eye that's on the mural at the top of the drawn mountain.
1: And because it looks like an eyeball, like it is like an almond shaped thing with like a circle in it, Mm -hmm. almost like an eyeball on a face with, with yeah. the the pupil on it it also looks like a flying saucer from the side yes which i think is why if you come back when your story is complete meaning you've 100% of the game right you can see a ufo hovering above the mountain
0: oh okay
1: uh, that's my personal theory
0: about all this that's a good theory i mean if you have that in mind then that eye absolutely looks like a ufo
1: yeah th- there are a lot of people who have a lot seemingly of like theories or things to say about the quote unquote Mount Chiliad mystery. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't know everything. Um, well,
0: there's some more here. Um, the mystery behind UFOs, the underwater hatch, and the possibility of a jet pack in the game may be on the verge of being solved. Players have partially overlaid the vertical cutaway map of the mountain displayed on the wall of the cable car station on top of the northern reaches of the in-game map, and certain areas of interest seem to line up with markings on the diagram on the wall. If viewing Mount Chiliad from the correct angle, you can overlay the mural on top of the mountain itself to discover the locations of the Mount Chiliad. Chiliad drawings. I don't know if the sentence is written right, but you get what saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which tell you to come back to the mountain after getting 100% game completion when it is 3 a.m. at night while it's raining in order to see the UFO. Interesting. Okay. Quite interesting. Yeah, it's complicated. Now, here's something about the UFO. The mural, when lined up with the mountain itself from a helicopter at the right angle, shows where to find the Mount Chiliad drawings. The mural shows a UFO directly over the mountain, which can be discovered above the mountain, you know, if you come back or whatever. And if overlaid on the map directly north to south, players have found that the UFO-like marking that adorns the top of the diagram overlays directly where the sunken UFO wreckage is located.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff to find in the water
0: in this game, I think. And then there is something like what you were talking about, an alien egg?
1: Oh, yeah. There's like a little egg at the bottom of the Right, of the diagram. Yeah. So
0: this says, the alien egg marking on the diagram now marks the spot of the eastern shoreline. Players have theorized that the egg may refer to the Epsilon cult's beliefs, in which it is stated that the world hatched from an egg. It is also theorized that the egg may be connected to the fountain at the base of the Maze Bank Tower. Considering the fact that other clues point to GTA Online being relevant to the Mount Chiliad mystery, there is a GTA Online mission involving an alien egg.
1: Wow. Okay. So I can fill out some of that. The Epsilon cult that Uh you mentioned is the in-game version of Scientology
0: yeah I remember you telling me about this yeah
1: so in the story mode there are three playable characters there are three main characters of this game and one of them can join the cult Mm -hmm. and you have to do go through like a bunch of trials and then you get special clothes that you wear in the cult and all that kind of stuff um so the idea that the cult is tied into the UFO mural that might also have something to do with the Illuminati like, that all yeah. oddly tracks, uh-huh. especially because Scientology, I don't know a ton about it, but it it, it believes in aliens, the yes. sci- or the Scientologists believe in aliens.
0: Yes. Uh, they they believe that there were these, there was like an alien war, and then, you know, so I don't know, I think something exploded and went into volcanoes, and, well, I don't know, yeah, and then those volcanoes exploded, and... Put these beings out into the universe that have attached to us oh. and cause all of our like human maladies. Okay. And so when you do things like a Scientology audit, which is basically like unlicensed, not cool therapy, you are trying to rid yourself of these things. I'm blanking on all the terms, even though I was literally listening to Scientology in the aftermath on the way over here. But yeah. Really? Yeah. There's still more
1: to say about Scientology.
0: Yes. Man. Leah Remini and Mike Rinder have a podcast now. Great. Mike okay. Rinder. Actually, I was listening to them on the um the podcast from people who kind of whistle blew Nexium, which is oh, called A Little Bit Culty. Cool. And Leah Remini was a guest on it.
1: That's a funny name for a show that's literally about like the they, severity and seriousness of cults.
0: They, well they will they talk about they talk to people who have been in cult-like situations and like they realized that what they were doing was a little bit culty.
1: Yeah, okay. Interesting. Um anything else about Mount Chiliad?
0: Um let me see. Not not really. That's pretty much it. This this is kind of repeating stuff about the 100% theory.
1: Yeah, I think I think there's a lot anytime that I've tried to look into the Mount Chiliad stuff mm-hmm. in Grand Theft Auto, I find myself like like oh no I've gone cross-eyed yeah where I'm just like I, it's it's like reading a real-life conspiracy theory where right. I can't tell if anybody's taking it seriously themselves I, or are they joking and how can everything be involved it starts to become white noise
0: yeah my impression which is you know does not hold a lot of weight because I haven't played the game or anything but from reading the reddit threads and stuff I do think that probably people are making a mountain out of a molehill because it's really fun it's fun. like if yeah. there's a natural inclination to solve mysteries and things like that but i think that it was mostly just a kind of a fun easter egg for the creators of the game to put in without as much thought as people are putting into it
1: agreed and honestly that's some of the appeal of games a little yeah. bit too right like if people are engaged and they really want to go totally. ham on a theory like Hell yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, so that rules to each their own and more power to you. I hope people mm-hmm. solve the Mount Chiliad mystery.
0: I just don't think that there is a Mount Chiliad mystery. I agree. Right.
1: Uh, it, it feels to me like a pretty cut and dry mm-hmm. come back when your story is complete.
0: Pretty much every section And then section. you can see
1: a UFO above the mountain. That's it.
0: I think that's the whole thing. <laughs> I pretty think that's much the whole thing. every section of the the GTA myths Wikipedia goes back to come back when it's at a hundred percent. Yeah. So I think that's pretty much the whole thing.
1: Yeah, exactly um uh so i want you to talk about uh the next thing
0: okay so let's talk about the infinity killer
1: and actually before you do that i just want to remind people out there if you're enjoying hearing us talk about video games and if you're watching the video version and seeing us uh play some of grand theft auto go check out patreon.com gttupod right um we've been playing fatal frame every month or so and so Uh, Just this past Monday, we did it again. Mm -hmm. And quite frankly, it scared me almost the second that we started playing. Yeah. Um, It's about ghosts. You take photos of ghosts.
0: In order to vanquish them.
1: In order to exercise the evil spirits. But the hook is that you have to point your camera at them and wait for them to shamble close to you.
0: Yeah, once they get into attack mode and once they're really close that's when you're able to eliminate them with a the camera. So it's a bunch of freaky ghosts getting in your face. They're yeah. really cool, creative designs. Um, it's fun. It's
1: really inventive and cool. So go mm-hmm. check that out.
0: Yep. And we have tons of other stuff over there. Um, even though we were talking about video games today and we've talked about the Patreon video game playthroughs, they're really a fraction of the stuff that we have over on patreon.com slash pod. We have bonus episodes of, of all stripes. Yep. We have movie reviews. Um, it's kind of basically the stuff that you like about guides, the unknown, um, but just doubled when you go over to Patreon. Yeah. If you join
1: for our demon tier, that's the top tier. You get access to everything. That's a brand new Patreon show every single Monday. It's twice the amount of guide to the unknown Mm -hmm. that starts at $13 a month. So go check it out. There are a bunch of cool people in there. You get access to our discord. Yeah. Uh, it's a really good time. So, I hope that you enjoy it and you check it out.
0: Yes. And there are other options too. There's an $8 a month option where you get a new show every two weeks. And there's a $4 a month option where you get a new show every four weeks. Yeah. So, whatever fits your budget and your interest level, there's something at Patreon. And it really, really helps us out big time. So, thank you very much.
1: Thank you. The other thing that I want to talk about is YouTube. Mm-hmm. Kristen and I have revamped our YouTube game. Yeah. Um, the the YouTube channel that we are live streaming on now and recording our shows on and storing old episodes on is youtube.com slash GTTU pod. Mm-hmm. Simple, easy, yep. memorable.
0: That's right. So now we are GTTU pod everywhere on the internet.
1: Everywhere. So make sure that you subscribe to youtube.com slash GTTU pod so that you can see every new show. That we record because this show is live streamed Mm -hmm. in front of a viewing audience. Even right now as I say this, there are people who are talking in the chat and watching us um, every single Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. Go subscribe to YouTube.com slash GTTU pod. Yes. Cool. All right. Let's get back into the game. Okay.
0: All right, so let's talk about the Infinity Killer. Same deal. I'm going to read to you from gtamyths.com. This is very neat. So again, the way that I'm reading this is like that, as though this is all laid out for you plainly throughout playing GTA, but I know that that's not the case. This is just pulling together from lots of different Easter eggs and sources. So Merle Abrahams... Uh, who lived from 1947 to 2004 is more commonly known as the infinity killer. He's a serial killer in grand theft auto five, though he's never seen in the game. He is mentioned numerous times throughout the game. Abraham's is responsible for the infinity murders carried out in December of 99, in which he murdered eight people and buried them in a secret place in San Andreas. Very little is known about Merle Abraham's life. He was born in 1947, although his location of birth has not been determined. He resided in a home in Sandy Shores for much of his lifetime until he began developing a severely psychotic state of mind and an apparent and an apparent obsession with the number 8 and infinity. He claims that eight is just infinity turned sideways, hence his nickname, the infinity killer. So meaning the infinity symbol. So where will is right now in the game, as we're playing it, is that he's wandered into what looks like kind of a broken down house. It doesn't even have walls anymore, or I don't know, maybe it's in a state of construction and there is graffiti on the wall that says there will be eight. Yeah. So this is something that you just come across in the game and you're like, what the hell does this mean? Right? Yeah. If, if, if
1: I were playing the game and I were just roaming around the map, map and I stumbled across this burned up house mm-hmm. and I saw there will be eight scrawled on the wall. I, I don't really know what I would right. do next. I don't know what I would right. think. I don't know. Yeah. There's where nothing. you take this. Yeah. But it it's a hint at a greater story. Right. You know,
0: at a larger thing. So here's some of that story in 1999. Abrahams reached the peak of his psychosis when he murdered eight male joggers and hid their bodies around the state in a murder spree, which was nicknamed by the authorities as the Infinity Murders. Soon after, he was captured by the police and incarcerated in the Bolingbroke Penitentiary. At some point during his incarceration, his house in Sandy Shores was intentionally set on fire and vandalized, possibly by one of his neighbors. So this is his house. So that's
1: where we are right now. We're at what used to be his house that's been burned down, Mm -hmm. I guess, by one of his neighbors after he was caught.
0: Abrahams later died in December 2004 at age 57 while awaiting trial for the Infinity Murders. He never confessed to... To, uh, to having carried out the murders, but he admitted to having an irrational obsession with the number eight. The bodies of his murder victims were never found. So now Will has just come across another piece of graffiti on the outside, and it says, Go away, Merle Abrahams. You're a wrong. Yeah, I'm not sure there's a push. Some what could it be? It. You're a wrong guy. You're a wrong. Dude. You're, what does it say? You're a wrong. A wrongen Oh, a wrongin. Okay, like yeah, it's it's you know, like you know, youngin. Yeah,
1: youngin. you're You're a wrongin. Yeah.
0: Uh, So there are many in-game clues around the state of San Andreas, which reference Merle Abrahams and the Infinity Murders. Most of the clues come in the form of short phrases written on walls by Abrahams himself, usually describing his motivations behind the murders. These clues illustrate his psychotic mentality and his rise to insanity over the course of a few years. And now there's something about the house, which is where we're at right now. So let me see if there's any new info in here. Um, It looks like it's been abandoned. And inside the house, as we just saw, there will be eight is written in black ink on a broken chunk of wall. Further inside the house, there's another phrase written in black ink, just behind a small shelf. The phrase reads, eight is just infinity stood up. Yeah. Both of these signs were written by Abrahams himself.
1: Yeah, we're looking at the eight is just infinity stood up Mm -hmm. sign right here.
0: I thought it was gonna be small because it said it was behind a small shelf. It like takes up the whole wall.
1: Yeah, it's like partially covered by a shelf, I guess. Yeah.
0: Uh next to this, there are three sets of five tick marks adding up to 15. The significance of these marks is unknown as Merle seems to be fascinated with the number eight. There's a possibility the shoes could.
1: Okay. There's jumped to shoes. I know what they're talking about. Okay. Though. Oh, I, see, I there, see. There are shoes hung over the rafter here. Mm-hmm. Almost like when you tie the shoelaces of a couple of shoes together and throw them yeah. over like a power line or something. They're just shoes dangling from like a, a piece of wood up in the ceiling.
0: Right. Um, where was that the po- the possibility the shoes could belong to his unnamed child, uh, whom he had killed when it was either fifteen days or years old. So they're trying to tie right the shoes to the hatch marks,
1: and I don't I don't really know why. Mm-hmm. I mean, so here's the thing: we're looking at basically they also look like
0: grown-up shoes.
1: I agree. They so if like anything, it'd be fifteen years. Yeah, I think here's here's my pet theory. And granted, I don't know. uh, Maybe there's stuff to contradict what I'm about to say. Mm -hmm. So what I see in the video game, you've got this burned out house and uh, you've got this story about the killer guy who lived in like the 40s. Right. So it was a long time ago, right. is the point. And so he said there will be eight. He killed eight people. He thought eight was infinity. Is there some sort of like the Zodiac killer would claim that right. You know he killed his victims to be slaves for him in paradise in the afterlife or whatever? Mm-hmm. So is that sort of the idea here? I'll kill eight victims and that will give me a then turtle. I'm good. Right? Um, but here's, it's like a big environmental puzzle. You can walk around the house. You can look for little clues. So people... Are, are walking in here and they're seeing shoes in the rafters. They're seeing tally marks on the wall. They're seeing these scrawled messages that appear to genuinely be from the killer himself.
0: And also jars that kind of look like, you know, something preserved in formaldehyde.
1: That's true too. Yeah. And the number eight scrawled all over the place mm-hmm. and they're trying to weave them all together into a single story. Right. Here's what I think. And also by the way, there is what appears to be a mountain with ovals hovering above it, which might be a mm-hmm. tie to aliens. Right. Um, and, you know, ovals are each half of the number eight.
0: Mm-hmm. Right?
1: Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, anyway, here's what I think might be going on. This guy was a, a killer in the 40s. He scrawled on his own walls. Um, he was brought to justice. The people in the area then burned down the house and wrote down, Go away, Merle Abrahams, you're a wrong and mm-hmm. and this house has been left here to rot. I think that the tally marks on the wall, they're not written in the same black ink as the crazy killer stuff. No. Eight is just infinity stood up and there will be eight are written in black ink, whereas these tally marks are uniquely written or scratched in the wall. Mm-hmm. I can't tell if they're written in white ink or if they're scored. Yeah. Into the wall themselves. Yeah. And there are three, five mark tallies, adding mm-hmm. up to 15. The Infinity Killer was obsessed with eight. I think this is a new person. I think the environmental clues here are that this killer was around in the uh, uh, 40s. Right. Did all his stuff with the number eight. Somebody new, I think, has come along and is writing in their own mm-hmm.
0: style. Yeah, And
1: tallying up higher. I think there's somebody else who's...
0: Oh, another killer?
1: Another killer who's being the... the 15 killer? The 15 killer. Yeah, yeah, the new infinity killer. I don't know. Um, I like that. That's a good theory. Yeah, I don't know. It's just fun. And I don't think... It doesn't amount to anything. You can't solve this.
0: No, but... You can't do anything with it. I mean, it's just neat that it's here anyway. Because, again, this is a game where this is not the main attraction right. whatsoever. This is something that you could just wander out of your hot rod... Yeah. Into yes. and doesn't have any real effect on the game. Except in this instance, your hot rod is a helicopter. A helicopter. <laughs> um okay, so he also seemed to have written on some uh graffiti. He wrote on a rock. It he damn it, what am I saying?
1: He wrote on graffiti and he wrote <laughs> on a rock.
0: <laughs> That's right. Uh so there is a short nursery rhyme written by Abrahams referencing referencing his murders and his psychotic state of mind on a large rock close to his home. There's also something mentioned about dead bodies in the Pacific Standard job setup called Signal, where Avi Schwartzman says, I know his what the hell's going on? Lester secrets. I know where the bodies are buried. What?
1: Yeah, I, I, I think that's Unrelated, Something to else. be honest. Yes. Yeah, I think people again. This is the trouble with um, not giving people answers mm-hmm. is that they tie together unrelated things. So what you just read is uh, a description of a mission you can go on. Right. That mentions I know where the bodies are buried. Okay. We know that the phrase I know where the bodies are buried is most often metaphorical. It's it means I have leverage yeah. over somebody. I know all their I dark know your secrets. secrets. But players might have looked at that and thought literally bodies, and tied it to what's known to be an in-game serial Which killer. Which is
0: understandable. It's if understandable. An serial killer, sure. Yes. Um, so this is what the graffiti says on the rock: One is done. Two was fun. Three tried to run. Four called mom. Five's not alive. Six is Nix. Seven's in heaven. Eight won't wait. Wow. Eight won't wait. Yes.
1: Meaning I'll get to them, maybe? Like, yeah, okay. I guess. Yeah, again, I'm going to say that maybe the side mission stuff doesn't have the same attention to detail of <laughs> yeah, writing. I mean, fair. It's fine. Of it, course. It's, it's fine, and I love the idea that you can play this game and then go find out that there's a serial killer. Like I find that to be incredibly appealing. Yeah. But you're not exactly rewarded with, you know, the... Uh, yeah, such
0: amazing material once you get there.
1: Yeah, it's not going to blow your hair back necessarily.
0: Um. So you can actually also visit the Bolingbroke Penitentiary penitentiary where he was held and on the wall of a recreation yard near cell block 9a there's some more writing left by abrahams the writing says where water meets land and fire once spewed forth there the the infinite there the infinite eight shall stay until i return Hmm. i mean i kind of awesome that you could kind of forget about this yeah and then you're at the penitentiary for whatever reason and you're like oh man there's like another reference to like the number eight this is all tied in yeah it's really cool
1: it is really cool and not only that and you might get there but i think you can find the bodies
0: Let me see. Yes. So, if the player investigates the small islands north of Mount Chiliad, he'll be able to find eight bodies at the bottom of the seafloor bound in burial wrappings and laid to rest. It has been proven that these are the bodies of the eight dead joggers who were killed by Abrahams in 1999. I don't know how you prove that. I don't either. I, I think basically what they're By the saying... in-game police? I know. <laughs> like I, in-game detectives? I, I think in the language of gta Com, they're saying that other players have <laughs> seen this and they have verified it themselves.
1: Yeah, or they all have come to the same We've conclusion. We've decided. Yeah.
0: Um, there are also bloody footprints around the eight ball pool table if you go to the yellow jack inn in sandy shores which seems to be some sort of reference to merle abrahams
1: okay yeah the eight ball table he was Mm. obsessed with eight
0: and there's bloody footprints there so yeah you know what's going on so Regarding what he wrote in that prison, uh, when water meets land and fire once spewed forth, there, is the inf- there the infinite eight shall stay until I return, could be a reference to Mount Chiliad. It's possible that Mount Chiliad was once a volcano, hence the term fire once spewed forth. Mount Chiliad is also next to the Pacific Ocean, which explains the next part of the phrase, where water meets land. Finally, the infinite eight could be his eight victims. This statement could be a clue as to where his eight murder victims are buried. Of course, we know that it's been proven right. that they're buried in the sea.
1: Yes. Um, I'm trying to pilot to the sea. I don't know if I'll actually be able to find them, but we'll spend right. a minute trying to see if I can get in there. Yeah, why not? Um, yeah, I think, and I think it's fun to tie it back to Mount Chiliad as well, mm-hmm. that like, this guy had some fascination perhaps with yeah. Mount Chiliad is, is, is had some, is, some sort of
0: personal mythology tied to it.
1: Yeah. The idea that, you know, if we're going to accept that Los Santos is a fictional reality here, they've got a giant mountain. People focus on that giant landmark and they make a, a meal out of it in a multitude of ways. Yeah. So some people say that it's an alien hotspot. Some people say that there's a jetpack hidden within it. Right. Some people say it's associated with the Illuminati. And for this maniac guy, he's like, it spewed forth fire once, and I shall hide my right. my bodies nearby. It until in its we shadow. can be
0: reunited.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: There's also a newspaper clipping. So right now, you may be hearing Will just dove into the sea and is swimming around trying to find these bodies. it's no cool way. that you can do this. I know. It actually it looks very pretty.
1: Oh, and this isn't even like the the most recent version of this game. I'm mm-hmm. playing like the the playstation 4 version the, the right. new version is supposed to look even
0: nicer i mean it looks beautiful they're yeah. you know sea cukes uh all manner of sea plants it does looks look great nice. and uh, once again we are
1: not sponsored by rockstar that would be an incredible feat to accomplish i don't think anybody's <laughs> sponsored by rockstar no we're not. i just am a fan of their work and i love the attention to detail here mm-hmm. um i would love to write their in-game radio um, yeah. I know that their longtime writer um, has left the company. Oh. Uh, I just died so we're not going to find Oh, you bodies. drowned? Okay. yeah, <laughs> And it says
0: wasted. Oh, I
1: accidentally drowned instead of finding the, uh, I'm the ninth you body. You became
0: now. one of the bodies. I did. Uh, so there was also a newspaper clipping that is found in a small half-destroyed shack in Sandy Shores, which tells the Merle Abrams, Abraham story. So that's where a lot of this information came from. Oh, so there is a A lot like of the proven document. info. Yeah, I don't know if the document says the thing about finding the bodies, but at least it fills in some of the gaps and doesn't just leave you with the info that's scrawled on walls. Gotcha. To put it together.
1: Part of what's fun about that too, to me is like, you might start, you might come across this either by finding the burned out building and seeing mm-hmm. his scrawled writing on the wall. Yeah. Or maybe you're swimming around in the water and you find the bodies. Right. Either one is a potential starting point. Yeah. Right? You yeah. either find the bodies and want to know how they got there. Mm-hmm. So you end up finding the shack. Or you find the shack and go, oh, I wonder if I can follow the the trail left by this killer.
0: Right. And it doesn't really matter what you find because – they're not written sequentially or anything. It's right. really just all these little pieces of a puzzle that you can put together. Really, when you find that newspaper clipping.
1: Exactly. Uh, it's just. It's just so. Yeah. It's so sort of like welcoming, and whatever you want to make of it, mm-hmm. you can, and that's part of what I enjoy about the franchise. Overall. It's very cool. Um, so uh, I'm going to now connect to my PlayStation Five. Okay. Um, where I have queued up um, maybe the most awesome all right, sweet, thing that's in this game. Um, It is, uh, again, like the UFOs, I think that it is, um, quite frankly, one of the broadest um, elements of the supernatural in the game to the point where, like, I I feel like as much as this game series likes to be a parody and likes to be a little bit silly, Mm -hmm. they have always treated the reality of the game world uh, um, with some... Dignity? Yeah, yeah. There didn't used to literally be aliens in Grand Theft Auto. Mm -hmm. Grand Theft Auto 5 changed that. Um, And yet, I guess I always feel different about aliens. Aliens, to me, I know that probably statistically there literally are aliens. Mm -hmm. But something about it just feels a little more... I realize this is almost insulting, and I don't mean to be insulting. But just for the shorthand, a little tinfoil hat Uh to, to believe in aliens. I just can't make heads or tails of it, and there's just too much... Yeah. too much debate for me to really enjoy alien subject matter. Mm-hmm. I much more enjoy ghosts.
0: I prefer ghosts, but I I've come around to aliens more I think since we started doing the show.
1: Yeah. Um while well, I bring up ghosts, Kristen. Yeah. Because I'm about to show you one. Oh no. Yes. I'm going to reveal to you a scary one? Uh I think I think so. I honestly Okay. So Grand Theft Auto 5 I, I I have gotten in position here. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, very, a very different if... main character. Oh yeah yeah yeah. There there are there are multiple characters. You I can didn't play as comment in
0: this game. on it before, but I felt the seat of our last character's pants were a little dirty.
1: Yes, uh, his name is Trevor Phillips, and he is um, he is out of his mind. Yeah. So, so in butt butt in Grand Theft Auto V, if you go to a particular location at 11 p.m. at night, um, you can find
0: this. And there's a By the little... way, this guy's wearing a, a fancy suit. That's why I said that before, listener. Whoa! Yeah, do you see that? It's sort of. <laughs> yeah, I see there that. That's awesome. There
1: we go. And we can even <laughs> there's try a floating to floating ghost. We can even try to approach it. Oh, if the game plays nice. uh Oh. Here we go. Oh no! Did she disappear?
0: <gasps> Maybe she's going to pop up behind you. What just happened? Is she gone? I don't know. It seems like it. What what we were able to see at a major distance through the view, I don't know if you call it a viewfinder. I don't know what you call it in our gun was a ghostly looking woman. It was somebody wearing like a white dress that seemed to fade away into nothingness, pale face and long dark hair, just standing there on their own, not really doing anything. And we just happened to look at them. While they weren't doing anything.
1: So it's a totally, again, like this is even more optional than that burned out shack. Right. The burned out shack you can get to any old time. Mm -hmm. This is only. A special time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is only available at 11 p.m. And I I think the reason why she disappeared, maybe it spilled over into midnight and she's not visible at midnight. I Mm -hmm. think we maybe literally saw.
0: Maybe it's 1101. The only glimpse
1: of her that we were able to see. But so. um, Well, that was neat. She is a wailing. Uh, uh, ghost and here somewhere on the rock maybe it disappears with her is a name scrawled in blood oh wow Um, this is the site where this woman died Mm -hmm. Um, her name is because there's a whole
0: mythology behind her
1: yes there's a whole story and and everything her name is Jolene Cranley okay yeah Jolene Cranley uh this is funny phrasing again so you went to gta myths right yes so did i gta-myths.fandom.com the ghost has been proven to be the ghost of jolene cranley evans
0: this is the vocabulary and vernacular of gta myths.fandom.com
1: probably written by the same person maybe right um uh the deceased wife of jock cranley <laughs> what jock cranley like Jacques. No, J-O-C-K. And I know that because uh, that guy with the dirty pants I was playing as before, Uh there are side missions um, where an elderly couple thinks that you are Jock Cranley. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Jock Cranley was a famous stunt double, appearing in a variety of popular TV shows in the 1980s. Before becoming famous, Cranley used to live in Blaine County. During the 1970s, he got aspirations to become a stuntman in Los Santos, but his wife, Jolene, objected objected to them moving. To the city. So while on a hike on this mountain, Jock Cranley pushed her off the side of a cliff. Ah. She fell and died from severe internal injuries as the result of her fall. Not good. Jock was taken into custody, but was immediately released without charge because there was not enough evidence to prove that he committed murder. Um the full article about the murder can be found on an in-game newspaper. Um, <laughs> that's
0: awesome.
1: I know, it's just kind of neat and the fact that you can see her actual ghost and she tries to name her killer who got away with it is kind of interesting. Here's the other thing about Wait, where
0: this. does she try to name Does she write Jock on the mountain or whatever?
1: When she appears here, the name Jock is written in blood around her. I think oh, I think cool. I literally had her on screen for like a few seconds before she disappeared. And I think the name disappeared with her. Okay. But so um, the other crazy thing about the story though is the the connections to possible real life. So Mm. follow me because this is a little tinfoil hat. Okay. The story of a stuntman working in the LA film scene and killing his wife Mm -hmm. also happens in the Quentin Tarantino movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Where Brad Pitt's character Shoots his wife off the side of a boat.
0: Uh-huh. Um, All right.
1: He, in canon, the one of the main lovable characters of that movie murdered his own wife. That's right. Um, a lot of people debated whether or not that's true when mm-hmm. the movie came out. And then Quentin Tarantino wrote a novelization of the movie where it's made explicitly clear yeah. that Brad Pitt killed his wife. Right. In that movie. And that, I love that movie. That in turn is based on a real life movie uh murder that was believed allegedly to have been committed by Robert Wagner.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah,
0: killing Natalie Wood.
1: Natalie Wood, that's Mm -hmm. right. So I know that it's a little six degrees, Mm -hmm. but weirdly I wonder if the this story, Jolene Cranley is in some way a reference to Robert Wagner's alleged killing of Natalie Wood.
0: I wonder. I mean, maybe in a sense By way of Brad way. Pitt. Yeah. You know, Look, shouldn't everything be. And it
1: admittedly, it's stretched thin because it's about the stuntman connection, which just seems very specific to me. Yes. That Jock Cranley was a stuntman mm-hmm. in the Grand Theft Auto world and Brad Pitt's character. once upon a time in Hollywood is a stuntman. They each murdered their wives and Brad Pitt's, Murdering of his wife is definitely a reference to Robert Wagner. Right. So it's a little.
0: Did this come out after Once Upon a Time in Hollywood?
1: No, this came out way before. Yeah, that's what I thought. Way before.
0: So it's the L.A. one, is that yeah, the deal? Yeah, I mean, maybe it's just because that's a common—I mean, not that common, but you know what I mean. More, there are more stunt men in L.A. than in other cities, true. or whatever. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah,
1: that's. Very but yeah, true. it is weird. It's just yeah. It's I guess that's really the thing. It's not exciting to just go. Yeah, that's weird. But I guess that is, is all it is. It's just that.
0: Yeah, weird. I think it's just a coincidence. Um,
1: but so you can you can effectively sort of like piece together, uh huh, the origin of this ghost. That's in the video game. Right. And I think the last thing that I want to show you at all is um, there's another murder in here, because quite frankly, I think uh, you know, less tinfoil hat um, than the theory that I just laid out is maybe just the notion that this Grand Theft Auto 5 game takes place in effectively Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And Hollywood is a place where there are I'm quite frankly, like everywhere yeah, tons of cases of women being murdered. Yeah, um, but in Hollywood they become like legendary in a weird way, mm-hmm, right? Um, so I've got another one here. I'm going to go to now the in-game internet.
0: All right, we're back at ifind.info.
1: But this time, because Grand Theft Auto Five takes place in 2013, mm-hmm. they have smartphones. Okay. So I'm using Trevor's smartphone to go online. So we're going to go to www. Um, dot who killed. Is that right? Do I read it to you? Where is it? I'm just going to to look at the spelling in a second. It's all right. Who killed Leonora Johnson? Mm. Just make sure I'm spelling. Okay. L-E-O.
0: N-O-R-A. And then Johnson, the way you would think. With an H? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Leonora Johnson. So I believe this is almost like an in-game true crime site. Mm Mm-hmm. But because it's Grand Theft Auto, I think that they raised the bar even further from Grand Theft Auto 4. Right. And made it that this is not just some silly website that you can visit and that's, you know, the end of it. Mm-hmm. You can actually sort of solve this murder mystery. That's cool. So who killed Leonora Johnson on January 7th? This is the this in-game is website right now. It's
0: very, it's a cool, it's a cool website. Yeah. It, yeah.
1: On January 17th, 1975, the dismembered, mutilated body of young Vinewood starlet, Leonora Johnson, was discovered by the side of the Land Act Dam following an anonymous tip-off to the LSPD. Her killer was never found. So Vinewood is Hollywood. Yes. Uh, Vinewood is Hollywood, and this is effectively the Black Widow. Mm-hmm. And so in this in-game... Oh, do you mean
0: the Black Dahlia?
1: The Black... Yeah, what did I say? The Black Widow? The Black Widow, Widow yeah. Yeah, doesn't make sense. The Black Dahlia. Um and so this in-game website. Um oh I didn't realize that were, oh, yeah, god! Didn't, sorry everybody I didn't realize that this was actually gonna be in here.
0: Holy crap. Okay, what we're reacting to is that there are, you know, fake, obviously crime scene photos of the death of Leonora Johnson, uh that are her naked, face down out in public, with her feet where her hands should be, her hands where her feet should be. And her head turned all the way around, and she's lying down on her front.
1: Yeah. So, like how the Black Dahlia was cut in half, Mm -hmm. uh, her body is
0: mutilated. Right.
1: And so, this what we know section, whoever, you know, whatever in game character is said to have filled out this website, the murder did not happen at the scene. The body had been cleaned and posed like a gruesome piece of art. There's also a tab, the main players. So, they've got their suspects. So they lay out their suspects with their connection and motive. Mm-hmm. Um, another vinewood mystery. Did she fall? Was she pushed? Is this maybe a: It this must is,
0: be blood on the rocks.
1: This is a reference Wow, it's all Yeah,
0: okay, to what to you, the other
1: one. Right. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. Sorry, it's so cool. I, I, sorry, I, I realized that I just started like mumbling, <laughs> but there's an in-game ad for another website that appears to maybe be a movie based on the ghost story we were just talking mm-hmm. about. Uh, but to or stay... is it
0: another website? Because it's clickable. I know. So maybe it's just another
1: I think so. website let me just... a
0: la Who Killed Leonora Johnson. I
1: think so too. So let me just wrap up Who Killed yeah. Leonora Johnson. And then maybe we'll just check that out real quick. Mm-hmm. So um, what you can do with this, because obviously this is just, you know, in a weird way, it's just a classic sort of Hollywood tale. Yeah. of a Of a murdered...
0: Yeah, well, because people come to Hollywood with, you know, they're naive and they have like a buck in their pocket and a dream. Yeah. And then sometimes they're taken advantage of. So it becomes a kind of unfortunately classic story.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, And so in the game, what you can do with this information, all around the entire game map, you'll find scraps of a letter. Mm -hmm. If you collect all 50, you can piece together the confession letter that, uh, what is his name That's here? That's totally awesome. Yeah. Uh, it was Peter Dreyfus. Peter Dreyfus was a, a filmmaker. He was an artist. And he wanted to um, understand the, the, the meaning of suffering and pain. Mm. So he murdered Leonora Johnson so that he could make movies and fully understand what it's like to kill and to hurt. Uh-huh. So here's a quote from that letter. Oh No, no, no. You can confront him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, you can solve this crime. This is an old cold case. And if you find all 50 of those scraps of paper, you can actually confront the killer, Peter Dreyfus, who now it's, you know, 50 years later. Uh, So he says this to the character. Art is suffering. I don't expect a man of your limited education to understand. Without darkness, there is no light. Don't you understand anything? She died so millions of others could experience truth through my art. To understand pain, it must be administered as well as felt. Um... So it's like this old Hollywood guy Uh who insists that he had to do this basically. Right. But again, you might play the whole thing and not even know that this happened.
0: Right. That's what's so cool.
1: And the true crime nature of it. I do feel like it's it's if you're gonna do Hollywood, Mm -hmm. it's interesting to dig into old Hollywood and and the where the bodies are buried and the sins of of people is kind of interesting. Um, so I'm going to click this link. Another Vinewood mystery, blood on the rocks. Did she fall? Was she pushed?
0: Oh. Okay. So it just brings you to a newspaper clipping about it. It's just another page at who killed Leonora Johnson.com.
1: Yeah. So I guess maybe this website is also somewhat about just like the evils that have been done to yeah, young women here. in the area. Uh, it was an accident claims, quote unquote, heartbroken husband. A young husband was made a widower yesterday in an incident at the cliffs in Eastern Blaine County. John Jock Cranley 26 and his wife Jolene Cranley Evans 22 were walking by the cliffs overlooking the El Gordo lighthouse when a dispute ended in Mrs. Cranley Evans falling to her death. Um yeah, that's I, I don't know. Yeah. There's just so there's there's too much to even cover. You know what I mean? Yes. Like there's so much that you could delve into with all of this. And that's the idea. Like, I really do think that in Grand Theft Auto V, you could basically log on to the internet and poke around and find a million things to do without even playing the main yeah,
0: game. Yeah, that, that is such a cool thing to me. I just, out of curiosity, went to whokilledleonorajohnson.com on my phone, and it just brings you to the Grand Theft Auto V website.
1: It's funny. They must have had to have purchased every one of these yeah. domains. Mm-hmm. You know, like this would be an expense. Right. Just to have an in game immersive mm-hmm. internet.
0: And then not have like another website online like ruin that in some way and right. sort of break the immersion because. You know, it only serves exactly this fun purpose that we're talking about now that you just get to kind of check it out in the game. It wouldn't really take away anything from it if a had purchased WhoKidLeonoraJohnson.com on the outside. Totally. But just for consistency's sake, they purchased it so that somebody else couldn't.
1: Yeah, yeah. Exa- yeah, yeah, it's awesome. It, it, it's just incredible. Yeah. It's incredible attention to detail. It's incredible inventive you know Mm -hmm. game design world building i I just think it's kind of fascinating and and we really only touched on like i don't know 10 percent of probably what grand theft auto has to offer there might even just be stuff in here that nobody has ever even even come across yeah Um, and not only that but grand theft auto 6 should be coming any time now really mm-hmm. grand theft auto 5 has been out for a decade right a decade and they're still gonna Boy, release. people are
0: gonna freak out
1: yet a new version on playstation 5 mm-hmm. so it is probably the longest lifespan of and it's been supported through grand theft auto online which i've played a bunch mm-hmm. um, they keep like adding new story beats they're like killers to find over there too right um they just keep adding new stuff to this game which is crazy as it's much so as i know cool. people are venomously being like just give us six. Mm-hmm. In the old days, they used to release one of these games like every two years. Uh-huh. It's been a decade, which is pretty unheard of, but also about the success of people rallying around this one.
0: Yeah, they're still enjoying this. Why
1: would you release a new one when this is doing so yeah. well? Right. But honestly, because this did so well, who knows how deep the rabbit hole might be In a Grand Theft Auto Mm Six, who knows?
0: You know Um, what? We'll be there to report on it.
1: I think we will be. It's it's kind of fun. It would be fun to like go in blind and try to find stuff like this. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: And chase down rumors again, because at this point, Mm -hmm. this game's so old that people can like. Yeah, you know. They can like tell you pinpoint accuracy. Go to this location on the map. You'll see something interesting. Mm -hmm. It would be cool to be like somebody goes like, I heard a rumor. That if you visit this place at this time, facing this direction, something might happen. And you don't know if it's true or not. Right. Um, That'll be fun to check out. Maybe maybe we'll get to do that if and when GTA 6 comes out and if we're all still alive to see it. Right.
0: It'll happen. It'll happen. Well, we hope you enjoyed this. Thank you so much for listening, for watching. Um, It was really cool. And William, seriously, thank you so much for doing so much work to line up these clips so we could check everything out.
1: It was fun. I was really excited about the ghost one. I wish that Mm -hmm. she stuck around longer. I know. She's really there for like a blip in time.
0: I can't believe it. It's the nature of the supernatural. It
1: is. It Just is, As quickly Kristen. as you
0: see it, it goes away. They're
1: they're finicky, those yes, ghosts.
0: Absolutely. So again, thank you so much. Go to patreon.com slash gttupod if you would like to support the show and get all kinds of bonuses back in return. Again, you can choose your own adventure with that. And you can also go to gttupod.com to find our all previous episodes to find out information about us advertising info contact info links to our facebook group the whole kit and caboodle
1: yeah and this coming monday we're gonna have a brand new episode of the netherworld dispatch on patreon Mm -hmm. that's going to be available for people starting at our banshee tier yep that starts at eight dollars per month so come back and join us there Mm -hmm. we might do some video game stuff there Yeah. Yeah. So, actually, if you enjoyed this episode, you might want to come right back on Monday Mm -hmm. uh, for more from these developers. That's right. Um, But, uh, yeah, we'll see you all next week for more spooky, crazy, scary stuff. Until then, you can reach out to us directly if you'd like to.
0: Yep. I'm at Chillin' Kristen.
1: And I'm at The Myth Traveler. So, see you all next week, everybody. But until that time comes, we must travel.
0: Back to San Andreas, go we. Hey, get out of the car, you loser! I'm commandeering it!
1: Keep going. I want more. It's
0: my car now, and I'll drive it as fast as I wanna!
1: I'm going to grand theft your auto!
0: (laughs) No, you're not, sir! I'm gonna hit you and beat you up! That's what we do in these games! Let yeah. me
1: let me write your in-game radio. Won't it be so good? Yeah,
0: right. This is a, this is a great audition tape. It
1: was a hell of an audition.
0: <laughs>